of Ed and All Hope listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Happy Tuesday. Didn't have a Monday game last night. We had some complications, so we had to cancel it. Oh, well. No gaming for old man Grognard this week. Boo. Yeah, that's all right. I've got you folks. And I know you're all doing well. Well, <laughs> well, I know you're well. Yeah, I know. But I want to talk about decisions. Decisions behind the screen. And I may have talked about this before. And I, I've... How shall I say this? I should say it without being distracted. I don't want to say no. I really don't want to say no. I'm one of those guys that wants to say yes to everything they do. But I know that's not always feasible. But we have a few ways of dealing with that. Because I was watching I was watching Esper the Bard's video on how to improvise stuff. And he does things a lot like I do. And he likes surprises. So do I. Which is why I'm... I'm I don't want to say no, because I never know where it's going to go, what's going to happen. Same reason why I like encounter tables, <laughs> random encounter tables. But we have a couple of mechanics in our Monday group that I kind of want to talk about. One of the main thing is if we do, if we're playing 5e, we do advantage, disadvantage. Okay, fine. I'm playing that. That's fine. But when I'm running my old school stuff, I usually like, I love stat rolls, I love saves. And I can plus and minus those until I fare thee well. But there's sometimes when a player asks me something or he wants to try something and I don't want to discourage him. This goes for my friend Carlos, too, one of my backers. And we pretty much roll a d6, and you turn the player and go odd or even. Now, it's if usually if it's one, it happens. If it's the other, it doesn't happen. It's a 50 50. It's like tossing a coin. I mean, you could do that one, two, three, four, five, six, two, but I think odd or even. It also makes the players feel that they have a little bit more at stake in it, and he's a little more involved in the decision making process. Now, I want to take the no and turn it into a yes with complications. I really like that kind of thing because it gives more role-playing and you never know what's going to happen. Uh, Can I jump the chasm? Odd or even? Odd. And in this case, odd is a no. And I'll say, yes, you do. You barely get up there, but you're hanging like halfway off the other side of the chasm and you're trying to get a foothold in one of the sides and you're you're working at so you're going to be doing that for the rest of your turn we'll come back to you next turn so you know there's there's a little excitement right there he could fall but then again he could not fall it all depends on what happens i'm gonna try and i'm going to try and throw sand in the ogre's face okay odd or even even you throw sand in his face, you, you blind him, 
he he take he's minuses to swing and you got your no you're at pluses to hit if it's your turn you're at pluses to hit odd okay well did i say even i don't remember well you said the other one and usually that's a no well yes it blinds the ogre it blinds the ogre but his buddy comes up behind him knocks him out of the way and starts swinging at you what do you do so one guy's kind of incapacitated, but the other guy steps up. So there you go, a yes with consequences. I love that kind of stuff. Esper the Bard had it. He rolls a d20, and it's you know it's degrees. Like a 1 is a total failure, and a 20 is yes siree. You've got whatever you need or the perfect idea. I just like to do a d6 because... D20, you know, okay, fine, you got, yeah, you got a D20 there, but you don't have to use it. I mean, use it for everything. He's just doing it, I think he's doing it for convenience's sake, because it's already in my hand, you know, well, doesn't take me very much to pick up a D6 and do the same thing. And at our table, the DM uses a dice tower, so it's, like, and this goes into the, uh, you know, should you have a screen or not, stuff like rolling in front of the players versus not. See, I don't mind not having a screen because I have a dice tower. In fact, I got a couple that I just, I, it's, it, they can't see it anyway. So anyway, it doesn't bother me. But that's, that's just a little side note. But I like, that, I like the degrees of success, but I think it should be a, always be a yes but. There is no such thing. In my game, I don't think there's, I don't like to have any such thing as a total failure. Now, I'm not talking about plot. I'm talking about combat, the things they do in the game, that kind of thing. There should not be a total fear. Yes, there are saver dies. It happens. But like they said, if a player is going to die, make sure it's the, the player who does it or the character who does it. Their decisions are not yours. And this goes along with that this goes a long way towards that kind of thing that way they're involved in the story they're involved in the game and they can't blame you <laughs> but i i think i wouldn't want them to blame me but i mean you know it's not one of those well will you open a door and there's an orc and he cleaves you in two i had that happen recently but i'm not that kind of dm but it can happen. I, I acknowledge that can happen. Uh, monsters, people, players can roll real lousy, and opponents, NPCs, and monsters can roll really good. Of course, the reverse is also true too. But but the one, two, three, four, five, the odd or even thing works real well in our group. Carlos came up with that, and I just sort of adopted it, just like he adopted my. But when I started doing adventure-based leveling, I might go back to experience-based leveling because sometimes it's a bit of a pain in the butt because you sort of, I do it on the fly, but I should probably, I don't know, I should probably maybe make it a little more formal or something. I don't know. But, you know, we, we tend to, we're the two main game masters in that group and we tend to back and forth it all the time. You know, we, we, Okay, I want to run some of this stuff. You run and run some of that stuff. So we sort of, like, I just switched off running the Astonishing Swordsman game. So he decided to take Astonishing Swordsman and run it. So he's running it now, which is fine because I get to play in it. That's fun. But I'm just saying that 
the the decision thing you should never i'm one of those guys you should never you should always say yes to a player even if it's going to cause them harm although i would give them fair warning because sometimes they will do something that causes themselves harm but they'll do it anyway because it's what their character would do and da 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 so you die well make up another character and also, like I said, I like random things that happen. I like being kept on my toes. I like just, it, I don't feel if something happens in a game that I'm not prepared for, I feel like the players are helping me. I feel like if something random comes up, the players are going to make the most of it. And I'm going to, if I'm really, what I'm saying is I'm really trying to make the game fun. They're going to try and make the game fun. And we all make the game fun. It, it happens. Fun, 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 fun. And so there's that. And another thing is I could do the, the even or odd thing all day. But at the same time, sometimes I'll do even or odd where I don't care what the, I don't care what the, the result is. I just think it's kind of cool what he came up with. So I'm just going to go even or odd. And I'll say, okay, you got it. Because I want to feel like they've... I want to see feel like they earned it a bit. You know, they're, I was watching... I, I just got another... I got a Criterion DVD called the, from, of a silent film called The Kid Brother starring Harold Lloyd. And they make a point in there that Harold Lloyd wasn't really a, a, a funny kind of clown character like Keaton or Chaplin. Because he was normal looking, and that's why he wore the glasses to give him something of an unusual bookish look. But at the same time, he knew he was a good looking guy. And the comedy came out of he would heap trouble upon himself. So, in, in the film, when they you know made the films, his character I mean, I always thought Keaton was was pretty much pretty much downtrodden. This guy. He gets, he has to work for everything. You watch the kid brother. He works for everything he gets in that film. I, I call it the earn your, from TV tropes. And this is the way I like to run game. It's earn your happy ending. You are earning your happy ending by going through all of this. And, you know, there are times when he'll just say, I'm going to do this. Okay, go ahead. Sure. Sure, because you're you're doing something to help the story. You're doing something to play care play character and work with people. And you know, and if you've gone through all this stuff and you want to do that, if it, usually in like battles and everything's going wrong and things like that, and you say, "Can I try this?" I'll just look at him and say, "Yeah, go ahead." And he tries it, and it works. I'll let, I I have no problem with that. You know, I'm not I'm not a killer GM. I really am not. And I don't think once again, I don't think the game master should say no. I'm not going to say they should never say no, but it should be like a rare momentous occasion. And if the dice aren't going the player's way, the game master has a way or two of either easing the blow or figuring out a way, helping figure out a way to succeed. And I'm not saying the game master should do that. Should should you know he shouldn't give it to him. But at the same time, he can work with the player to get him to succeed. 
And so that's my decision-making process, some of my decision-making process behind the screen. Take it what you will. Hope it helps. i got to start my day. So, and if you want to talk to me about this or anything, just drop me an email at oldmangrognard at gmail.com, oldmangrognard at gmail.com, not old. Or you can drop me a voicemail and anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thank you to my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Mark, and Juan Carlos Llewellyn, my other GM. And don't forget about Mark C. Walring's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.